this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Kerry Earnhardt, coming to you from the Exalta Studio. And alongside me is outdoor enthusiast and a former driver like myself, my old buddy Hank Parker Jr. Well, Kerry, we're just going to jump right into it today, all right? I mean, watching the news. This is a subject. Yes. We've got some big news, and, and it's something that seems to be stirring up over and over again. And recently what we're seeing is... There's a young girl. If you've looked, if you've seen it on social media, where she's got some uh, photos with some safari animals. Uh, she went on a big game hunt with her dad, and um, this is a very touchy subject for a lot of people. You've got some people who who hunt who do not uh, see the legitimacy of a safari type hunt, and then you have people who uh, don't hunt but are not. I wouldn't call them anti hunters. They just don't hunt. Right. They just didn't grow up hunting, and so there's some confusion and. There's some things that they uh, maybe don't like when they see that. Mm-hmm. And then you have all-out um, people who are anti-hunters, uh, you know, PETA, Humane Society, people who who view things uh, from a different perspective, and then you've got the hunters. So we've got this all going on, and this isn't new. I mean, this has been going on. I mean, and it seems to be what really, really stirs the hornet's nest is when you see a girl, a female, uh, in these photos, you know, we've got some cheer, a right. cheerleader from the past. Right now, we've got this girl Ariana uh, Gordine. I'm not really sure how you say her last name, but sounds right, Gordine. But a twelve year old. I mean, yeah. The fact is, is this is what the the stir is about. It is, and you know, like you said, people that really don't understand the whole story. I mean, this girl had a chance of a lifetime. She's obviously an outdoors enthusiast, loves hunting, and you know, spending time with her dad. And they had the opportunity to go over and do a big safari hunt. Um, like I said, I'm I'm not all for a safari hunt. Not yet. I love outdoors. I love hunting and everything. But I haven't got to that point where I'm eager to go over and do a African safari hunt. But with that said, there's people that do that. And she got to go over there with her dad. They had some, it was like great times um, with, with each other. And she uh, obviously posted some photos that might have, upset some people and mm-hmm. may have been from what i was reading some ways that she had posed with them and stuff like that but still yet yeah, she's 12 years old yeah and you know kids are going to have poses i mean it's, it's just a fun thing for them mm-hmm. and she's decided obviously about her experience and her um trophies that she had captured over there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever been on a safari? I have not. I haven't. I haven't either. And you know, you watch from a distance. And I remember several years ago, Corey Knowlton uh, was the co-host with Jim Shockey on his show Uncharted, mm-hmm. and uh, he came under a, a lot of fire for some some safari hunts. And and it's interesting. So I thought, you know, as we talk about this, we kind of need to. Fi- I think we need to land to the place of where we talk about. People criticize and say someone, if they were to criticize your kid for having a photo of a turkey or a deer or what have you. And then on the, and we need to get there. But before we get there, I think we need to kind of just flesh this out and talk about it a little bit. What, you know, what is a safari? What does it look like? What, what happens? Let's get some context into this conversation because it's going to be easy for you and I to, most of the people who listen to this. Right. 
uh, love racing mm-hmm. and have a either kind of a, a you know they like the outdoors is good or they're just passionate hunters and they kind of like racing. Right. So we're we're preaching to the choir, but let's 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 do provide a little bit of context. Okay. So I mean, w- tell me what you think about it. Well, I mean, these are beautiful animals. Don't get me wrong. Giraffes, zebras, lions—they all are beautiful animals. But it's like, in my opinion, it's like any game. You know, you have to uh, manage the herd. It, you know, it helps one. You, what you kill, you feed the locals there. I mean, all the food's donated and feeds a lot of people in that area. It's, it's just like deer hunting. You know, if you if you don't control the herd, they just get overpopulated. Yeah, good point. And if you think about all the lines that would be running around, and you know, they're pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I mean, are. so. Um, I remember back the dentist that got beat down for, you know, the kill he did. Um, and I understand that that was a very prized line that he killed over there. And it's hard to say because he went over there with a outfitter who done whatever he did to get this line to come in by baiting. Did dentist even know any, anything as a story right. about this line? Right. right. He just knew he was there to kill a line and, you know, the guy told him to kill a line. You bring up an excellent point because I've listened to it and I've heard... Do we know the story? If we are completely solely relying on the media to tell us the ins and outs of a particular story, do we truly know that right. story? Right. I think there's things that we can pull out of it. I think I'm not going to just blast the media, but we're still only hearing a particular side. Exactly. On my drive over here, uh, I'm listening to the radio, and I was just, for the fun of it, bouncing back and forth from Rush Limbaugh to NPR, mm-hmm. talking about the exact same thing, and you would have thought that they were talking about two different subjects so so, uh, you know you 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 bring up an excellent point and one of the the things that they were talking about was there's some study being done on the south on the east coast not the south but just the whole east coast east of the mississippi to to reintroduce mountain lions Mm -hmm. to control the deer herd because of car accidents involving whitetail deer deer, yeah uh, and they they feel like if they could reintroduce the uh, the mountain lion, then it would help deplete the numbers by twenty two percent and of whitetails. This is what they are talking about, and and so we're looking at a way to control herd. That's right. that's the point I'm trying to make. Right. And what you're saying is is I don't know the context. I don't know exactly how many giraffes are. I know I what what they what, what's written about, and I know mm-hmm. what one side of the media may say in another side but i can tell you this so there's one thing i'm not going to apologize for i'm not going to apologize to be a hunter no and and so the the big thing is is as we see this there's a lot of things that are out there i've never been on a safari it doesn't really look like something that i want to go do i mean it's just a personal preference right but at the end of the day we have to step back and look okay what are the laws what's what's what is legal what is not legal uh, mm-hmm. What is subjective? You know, I mean, I've got good friends who love to coon hunt. I mean, they absolutely yes. love to. They've got the dogs, and I've been with them a few times, and it's fun. And after you know, going once a year or two, You're I've done. had my I've, I've had my feel. <laughs> it's just not that right entertaining but, for me. They love it. I mean, I've got they friends that just eat it up. And, I mean, it's all they're about is coon hunting. You know, and it's just their preference. Right, and um, and the, my same friends, I love to turkey hunt. I take them turkey hunting, and, and they're, they're right. bored to the tears. Bored. Yeah. And so there's there's a part of this. There is some morality and ethics and, and, and that sort of thing, and we can, we'll work our way to that. But first of all, we have, to, we have to recognize what I like may not be what you like. Right. And what you like may not be what I like. And so I think, I think there's some, some, some leeway that has to be given there. And if it falls underneath the confines 
of it being legal, then we need to recognize if you don't like this kind of hunting, we live in a world where you get to vote for right. politicians who appoint who, Supreme Court justices who make laws. Vote. Go vote. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big way to help your situation, your side of the story. But I get it. Like you said, these people that have issues with hunting, they love animals. I love animals, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I have all kind of animals at home, and we you know, have deer that we watch. We have turkeys that we watch. But still yet, we hunt to give back. And, you know, I, I feed my family off of that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we eat. We just had deer burger or, you know, it's like deer burger patties with gravy last night and they were delicious yeah like salisbury steak you know that was it that's what it's called deer but it was good and you know (laughs) and i understand if i if i just shoot these animals and don't do anything with the meat and everything that's that is wrong yeah um if i go on a hunt where it takes a lot to get the meat back or anything like that and shipping it back and everything i'll donate to a local charity that you know feeds the needy uses the meat in a proper way absolutely and that's what this, these people do. They, they've killed these animals and it fed the community or the villages over in that area. Absolutely. So, and, and another thing I would like to say is if you are for this, then you need to vote too. Exactly. It goes both ways. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, there's gun rights. Absolutely. If you don't vote, you can't argue against what your beliefs are mm-hmm. unless you vote. Because then you have foot to stand on. The second thing I really see at, at you know, Okay, so I think first what we're saying is different people have different opinions, different tastes. Keep it within legal, uh, the legality of that particular situation. But then next, uh, I mentioned, you know, morals and ethics and and those types of things. Here's a 12-year-old girl, like you said, went on a safari with her dad, completely legal. Yep. uh, Did nothing uh, that was illegal. Harvested some animals, took her picture. And people are now... Uh, not just her, but others that people have been on these safaris, uh, especially with the dentist that mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, are issuing death threats. Yeah. I mean, does that make it, just, let's just logically think about that. You killed this animal, so I, I want to kill you. Does does that make sense to you? No. <laughs> I mean, how could that be, anyone, how could anyone think that? I think I people mean, get mad and you say things that you don't really mean, but. We li- we're living in a society right now that seems to be completely confused, for whether it be about gender, whether it be about uh, a lot of legal issues of um, equality and, th- and things that surpass normal common sense that would seem to me. But we live in a world that seems to be uh, a bit confused about those things. And here's the one thing that we cannot confuse, that h- human beings... Are, cannot be put on the same level as an animal. No, that's two different things. I mean, humans have a place in the surf for a reason, and so do animals. And, you know, my thought is they're here put on this earth to provide some of us food. Hmm. I mean, you think about it come growing, you know, like through all this, everything we developed in earth, on this earth and this world, that's all they did is hunted right. for meat. That's how they provided. That's how they provided. Well, you know, not everyone is going to agree with me here, okay? But biblically, if we stop and think about the, the order and the design in which God made things, he gave Adam dominion over the animals. Yep. Adam named them. And, and as you look in Genesis and the creation account, God made man and made women 
in his likeness. The uniqueness that we carry as human beings is that we are image bearers of God. We have a conscience. We have a will. We have... We can have rationale. So as great as, as the fastest horse that's ever won the Kentucky Derby still mm-hmm. pales in comparison to any human being who would be born with mental retardation or, or some other type of physical ailment that you know society would say, this person does not really contribute to our society. They still have a very defined level over and above any animal that's that's ever been, and so we, we've got to we've got to pull back and say this is just craziness to put people on the same plane and value and worth as as an animal. You're correct. I mean, like you said, I mean, there's so many topics in this subject that we're you getting can go fired to. up today, aren't we? And you know, it all boils down to what you like and don't like. I mean, I've experienced. I was going to say I can only imagine if my daughter, but I have experienced it. My daughter killed her first turkey, and you know, we posted on our little social media it was i, I mean I, I was excited and proud of her mm-hmm. and we had people just bashing us and, and threatening us and and you know i ignored them you know because yeah. all, all they doing is trying to find some way to create controversy and i went on i was happy about what happened and i, I feel good about why it happened and how it happened and i knew it was done out of the love of the outdoors and she had a great time and, and i ain't gonna take that away from her absolutely you you always want to go on and argue with these people and everything, but I don't because that's what they're trying to do. Right. They're trying to get controversy started and arguments, and you know I just let it go and and everything kind of panned out and I ain't heard any more about it. But yeah, you know, it did burn me whenever they did yeah. what they did. Absolutely, they said the things they said. But those are people that you know they have their own beliefs and just you know I respected their belief and they just you know didn't respect what we believe in. Yeah, there you go. And and you know it's interesting is. I think you make a great point. And, you know, a pig wants to wallow in the mud. So if you get and wallow in the mud with them, the pig's muddy and happy. Mm-hmm. And you're miserable because you're all muddy. And, right. But there is a sense where we don't we don't have to back down. And, and I'm with you. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't claim to know the, the best method at all times. But mm-hmm. when you're in a heated situation and someone is making posts or comments or criticizing your child – it's going to be pretty hard not to be subjective in that moment. It was. And, and I think I, you it, probably did the best thing. It was. I mean, like I said, we could have kept on, 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 and it probably created a lot more than what we had at hand. So I just left it at that, and it kind of just eased out. And, I, you know, it, it was only about a couple of weeks. It lasted, and it was done. You know, I, I want to say this, too, because I kind of got on a little bit of a soapbox there started ranting and talking loud. And, <laughs> like we do. Yeah, my, <laughs> my wife hates it when I do that. But I, I do want to say this. Human beings and and animals are not on the same plane. Human beings are made in the image of God, which totally sets them apart from any other part of God's creation. But on the other hand, we are to steward, we are to respect, and we're to see uh, our wildlife resources as a gift from God. And mm-hmm. we, we are to use these in a way that is legal, that is respectful, that is right, that the last thing I ever want to do is make an animal suffer. I don't want to shoot an animal illegally, whether right. you know spotlighting or you know trespassing. I don't. I don't. That's not the way to do that. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't. I don't want to go shooting an animal that that you're not supposed to shoot. You know, that's uh, that that's endangered or right. what, it's against it's the protected. law. You know, yeah, protected. I don't want to do that. And and so I don't want to be seen as okay. Oh, you just go out and just shoot everything. That's 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 not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
what I am saying is, is we have to see uh, the fundamental difference between uh, the pinnacle of God's creation, which is mankind, male and female, and animals. And, and from that, stewarding and using, and, and what a testament to the wildlife resources we have here in North America because of people like Teddy Roosevelt. Right. And because of the conservation efforts of organizations like Ducks Unlimited, mm-hmm. the National Wild Turkey Federation, the Elk Foundation, and on and on the list goes, our license purchase, uh, so many uh, land areas, management areas to, to protect and, and, and foster wildlife growth, the, the reintroduction of the wild turkey. What a success exactly, story. Exactly. And, you know, I do remember when they have tried to introduce or reintroduced uh, wolves yep. to some places to control elk. Yeah. And, you know, that was a big sore subject topic for everyone. You know, you had the wolf lovers that were all about having them to come back, and you had the cattle farmers out there that didn't want to see them come back because they had lost so many head of cattle due to wolves mm-hmm. killing their cattle, and that's their profit out there. So, I mean, there's so many pros and cons against different things like that, but... I mean, I don't, I don't know the answer. What is the answer? Everybody seems to have an agenda that they get behind. And, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. We live in a world where we have enough killing going on. I mean, we just turn on the news. Yeah. I mean, we've got ISIS and, and the Syrian refugee crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's gut-wrenching to see the news. Here's some things that I was just thinking through. We have 153 million orphans in this world. Mm-hmm. 153 million orphans in this world. We in America will see unborn babies who are killed by the thousands every year. And and there are agendas, social agendas, that are passed by. And the pinnacle of our agendas and uh, for some people is to, to get on a bandwagon of being an anti-hunter or, or anti-anything that has to do uh, with uh, the control of population of any species of animal. And I'm not saying that, that there's, listen, there's advocacy groups of people who like to hunt and, and who do a great job to c- care for animals. What I'm saying is there's some really big issues. And to be warranting death threats to a little girl who's 12 years old or to a cheerleader from yeah. Texas or to any of these guys is insane to me. It is. I mean, I got you like, speechless first well, time. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, my... You know, you hear people talking about you go out there deer hunting or whatever, give the deer a gun and run from him. Well, that'd probably work if he hold one. Yeah. But, you know, he, he's not going he's not going to eat me if he shoots me. That ain't how they live. <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we live off of wildlife and game. And, and, you know, I keep going back to the subject because that's why I like to hunt. One is, you know, it provides meat for the table and feeds the family. And you know what's in this Mm-hmm. food that you're eating because you have been through the processing of it and everything and stuff on the market today you never know what it's gone through and you, yeah. you know there's so many things happening these days and you know it's got to i don't know if it's got to but it's all been pointed back to the food that we're eating you know the chicken you know the, with hormones and all the stuff they pump in them and you know jacking them up and then all the stuff that they were work doing with the cattle and the beef and stuff. They're trying to link some stuff back to how things cause cancer or sickness in humans. And who who knows what it is? I mean, I know there's a lot more, you hear a lot more about cancer and all kind of things happening today than you ever have way back whenever I was young. It's just, like I said, we're, we are on a different plane than these animals are. 
humans are humans and we have we had i say we have the right to follow what we believe in mm-hmm. and and whether it's liking animals or, or hunting animals or whatever it is i just don't think that is correct or a right to beat someone up through social media or any other avenue about what they love and believe in doing for themselves when it's legal yeah as long as it's legal i mean I ain't, I, like i said i ain't gonna go out here and shoot no bald eagle or owl or i mean a hawk or anything like that that's protected but i am going to hunt what i want to hunt yeah yeah inside those confines and i think the point that we're trying to drive home and it just kind of keeps coming up is be a good ethical hunter be a good ethical hunter let's understand the the bigger picture uh if we're talking to someone you know uh in our you know just by the water cooler at work that that opposes this trying to shed more light into context of what's going on i may not understand that whole picture of someone with a draft i may not get that i've never been there i've never done that i've never seen that but from what i understand all of that meat was given to people who ate that meat Mm -hmm. now i you know i'm saying that may not be exactly the hunt that i particularly want to go on but it was legal that's what they wanted to do they did it morally and ethically Mm -hmm. correct by uh, by not getting rid of the, uh, just wasting the meat, by giving the meat, uh, people eating it. Yeah. Is what I mean, I'm trying to what, stutter what, what, out. I mean, how many drafts are killed over there illegally to provide for these villages or the people in that? Again, that's a great question. I just, you know, who knows? I don't know. I mean, know. you don't know that because it's not in the public eye. This girl posted it, so it's in the public eye. She done, she's done everything legally. Nothing illegal done about it. And, and that's not my desire to go kill a giraffe or a zebra or a, you know i'd always thought it'd be cool to have a lion mounted but this girl obviously had that on her bucket list mm-hmm. and she got to do it i mean like i said i got a red stag on my bucket list and i'm going to do it one day <laughs> so maybe i'll go with you i mean it's just it's hard to beat these these people up because they're doing what they love to do and they're enjoying what they're doing and they're doing it legally they're not doing anything wrong or, or, or you know against law or anything like that yeah so so one of the things that we, we as we talk about this we talk about too is, is this is legal this is legal this is legal right. if you don't like it vote if you do like it vote kind of keep hitting back but a lot of people are going to say okay well wasn't it illegal for women to vote at one point you know so when at what point do laws change and what point do we uh evolve in our understanding of of life and principles and things like that and 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 you know as as we talk about that you know we can come from so many angles and there's there's there has to be an objective view outside of just one particular person if if you're talking to one person there has to be uh, a view where you look at groups of people and say okay this is this is this is the way this has been this is the way these people see it this is the way my team sees it or you know mm-hmm. how, well, however we identify and and then just logically stepping back and looking at is this ethical is this the right thing is this animal honestly endangered or extinct obviously if the animal was endangered or extinct it wouldn't be legal to shoot no them. no exactly and you know like, like i said these people probably just seen these pictures probably didn't even read the story if there is a story i see stories on here it talks about giving back to the community and you know, feeding the community and people over there and stuff like that. But if you just see that picture and think, oh, she's posing with these, you know, poses that she's doing, kind of like making fun of it, she's probably just 
posing like that because she's happy and excited of what she got to do. Right. There you go. And they didn't read the rest of the story and then find out that, you know, it's feeding so many people and these people over there that are going to probably eat that draft maybe sometime down the road illegally mm-hmm. where she'd done it legally and provided for the community. And, you know, a lot of people that will bash this and talk about this, it, it, it's kind of, you've got to, it's a slippery slope to really get on and start talking about Second Amendment rights and things like that. You can get on this subject pretty easy, but a lot of uh, that bashing will be people who believe that all hunting in any form, fashion, is morally and ethically wrong. Right. And they're vehemently against it in its totality. And so you've got to kind of back up and say, okay, well, wait a minute, let's, let's, you know, how does that make sense? And so we got to know that, that if you say, okay, all right, I concede as a hunter that yeah, shooting a giraffe, that's wrong. Even though it's legal, that's right. Then then what we're going to do is just slowly eliminate every Everything. bit of it yep. and, and until we end up at a point. Listen, be ethical. Do the right thing. Be about conservation mm-hmm. and keeping our resources available for the next generation. Don't be wasteful. Do it in the right way. Do it legally. And try to try your best to share that message without getting in a fist fight with someone. Exactly. Favorite. I mean, I don't, I don't know that. I've ever seen anyone bashing tree lovers or huggers, animal activists. I haven't seen them take the heat like they give hunters or people that love to hunt. Well, I'm sure that there are instances where that does take place and people are attacked. And, and, and uh, you know, listen, there's, there's bad people in society. It don't matter what you do. Exactly. You know, and but most of the time, for the most part, people who love to go do stuff and are passionate about, like, the picture you're talking about, they're too busy doing constructive good things yep. to be a, to be going off on someone. So uh, I think that's kind of probably more or less how that falls out. But at the end of the day, if I, if I was going to say anything, you know, probably most of the people who listen to this podcast like to hunt. Most people that yep. listen to this podcast like racing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just wanted, uh, if I could say any one thing, you know, from being a part of this podcast, it's just important that we think about things on, on a bigger plane than just what we hear at face value and that we vote, that we're we're involved in things that make sense and can help the direction. We put people in place who are going to make wise decisions and put good laws in place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got to believe in them and, and trust in them that they're going to do that and vote for them. I mean, that's why I vote, just to try to have the right people in the positions to make the laws and decisions that i hope that they make you know for the future of our children and i'd, I'd hate to see all these hunting opportunities and you know for the, for the land that are provided for the public to hunt on and stuff like that go away for my daughter not to have somewhere to hunt mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and you know it's, it's almost crazy some of the conversations that that you see on social media and the in the news just where we're at as a society and it just it just begs the question of not just this but in a lot of areas what whatever happened to common sense you know whatever happened to a normal plane of just uh common sense yeah it's not there's not there no more i done figured that out i saw a bumper sticker that said common sense ain't that common no more it's not <laughs> i mean it's but you know it's the simplest way to, to go and and have right well i say you the decisions for yourself 
I mean, if I if I sit there and go, you know, let's figure it all out and blah blah blah, you know, it's just it takes so forever and forever, and it might not be the right decision. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I just go common sense and like, hey, this is what makes sense, and this is the way it works, and that's what happened. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I hate it comes to this. I hate things get stirred up. I hate people's kids get involved with, uh, kind of get caught in the crossfire a lot of this and. Obviously, Ariana has learned this from her father, you know, and, yep. and he's passed this on to her. And you just hate to see people get caught caught up into mudslinging. Can we have constructive uh, uh, talk about this? Can 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 things come from certain situations and do things develop? Do we understand more about particular situations? Uh, absolutely. But just to go out and blast somebody's kid, it's just... That's that. That should be off limits. I mean, there's no question about it that. It is because I mean, imagine how it affects her. Yeah. You know, seeing the stuff and and getting the thrashes that she's gotten through social media. And I understand social media is big and important in this world today, but uh, I also think it's a hindrance that it gets in a lot of way. Yeah. Um, you can bash someone and you can talk a lot of trash to someone. Right. It's because you're anonymous mm-hmm. out there in Facebook world, uh, living a million miles away, but. It's different when you could sit down across. And I think it's important as guys who like to hunt that we can have relationships with people who may not like to hunt, who may be against and it. And, you know, they probably don't know about it because they, they don't, they're not being accustomed. or mm-hmm. pres- They didn't grow up that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been around it and don't know anything about hunting and, and what it's all about and what it's, you know, what it gives back. So, you know, I've, I've talked to a few kids and taken on fishing trips and stuff and, you know, some of their dads have come along, and, and it's pretty neat because now their dads are into fishing that they've never, ever been doing before. And now they go out with their family and fish, you know, whether it's in a pond at some farm or, or on a river or whatever it be, they're still getting out with the family. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I see with this family. Her and her dad got to go and spend some follow-dollar time and some probably some good quality time together. And That's a good point. It had, they had a great time, and... Yeah, you know, I know when I go with my daughter, it's like it's a different experience than just being at home with her. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting around the house or or playing in the yard, being in um, whether it's a tree stand or a blind or you know just sitting on the ground or on the bank somewhere or in a boat. It's it's just a different experience with that girl that I have at home. So I feel like it's more of a because we're late relating to the same enjoyment that we both enjoy. Yeah, getting outside. I think I think uh, Mad Max would say it clearly like this: Be ethical, get outside, stop complaining, get off Facebook, fussing at me, and quit running. That's my life. right. That's the way I look at it. I mean, <laughs> the social media stuff has just blowed this world up. I mean, I think that's what's yeah. You know, you're talking about all these killings and these people, and I think social media has kind of ruined a lot of us. I think it just helps broadcast it better. <laughs> you know, just it's just it's we're an accessible people we have a lot of information at our fingertips at any given moment and and we're able to voice our opinions in certain ways that have uh you don't have to really come back and take responsibility for so yeah i'm the one i want to talk to you about it i ain't gonna taste you i ain't gonna you're just gonna show up at my house or aren't you? I'm call you or show up one <laughs> so i'd like, I'd like to go one-on-one <laughs> and you know what when we leave we'll be friends you know, I never was really good and back when I did race, when I would wreck somebody. I was never good at calling them on Monday. I just never didn't know what to say. Hey, I'm sorry I crashed you. 
I wouldn't call them. I'd wait till next week to see them in face. That way they're calmed down. Did it hurt you? Uh, dang it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I you needed still, that fourth place payer. I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent this still next month. So I'm sorry, look, man. Look, you still have that anger in you on Monday. So I figure if you wait till the following week <laughs> when you show up at the racetrack, he's probably done calmed down a little bit and you probably can talk to him a little more. I can tell you right now, not one person ever wrecked me in my whole racing career that I didn't wreck back. I mean, I, if, maybe I didn't do a very good job or maybe it didn't work out like I wanted it to. But if they wrecked me, I didn't care if they called me or not. If I got a chance to get them back, I think. He's going for it. See, I don't race anymore, so I can't get in trouble with NASCAR saying that. That's right. Isn't that nice? That's nice. I've had a few of them. <laughs> Uh, those are the ones that wouldn't talk to me. I just went ahead and took care of it later. Well, I think if, we, if we're if we going to put a, a cap on what we've talked about today, I mean, again, let's be ethical, be ethical vote, yeah. be nice to people. Let's just try to get the full context of the story. Let's have good, clean, clear uh, conversation without uh, destroying other people's character uh, on both sides. Mm-hmm. And let's, talk, let's, let's, let's be wise about this. Let's talk about it. Never, ever confuse, never confuse the fact that God has made human beings in his image to be on the same playing field as an animal. That That's going to drive a lot of the discussion. It is. It is. And you said it. You put it point blank. Just be ethical. <laughs> and stop ruining my life. You forgot that part. And stop. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ruin your life. Uh, so... Well, Hank, I think we've done vented our frustrations and got some <laughs> heat off of the subject. But I feel better. I mean, I feel better because I got to speak my piece. And that's what it's about, speaking your piece. And, you know, I did know the story that we were speaking about before I was able to comment on it. So there you go. That's what it's about. You know, know the story before you have an opinion. Context is important. It is. This is Carrie Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors. Hey, Junior Nation. Now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. So I guess that's about all we got for this show. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just want to... Yeah, we always talk about getting feedback. I bet we probably get some feedback. I, I'm having a feeling people need to be nice with their feedback on this one. But that's what I was going to say, you know, thank, I just want to thank everybody for listening, tuning in, and, and enjoying this podcast. Last, Our last podcast, we had a lot of people write some good things, and uh, we appreciate you listening. And if you, you want your voice heard, or you think we left something out, or you think we are um, uh, need to, to hit another topic, or if you think we're crazy, you just go ahead and... I got thick skin, I can take it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wanting some of that to happen. <laughs> I want to see some... People, you know, writing in and wanting to have their stories told or, or have their stories talked about. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, good shoot point. Us, good point. Shoot us something on uh, at Earnhardt Outdoors Facebook and Twitter. Tell us what you think about safaris. Tell us what you think about hunting in general. Comments and pictures, welcome. We love it all. Send them on. All right, cool. Well, that does it for this week's Earnhardt Outdoors here in the Exalta Studio. 
And speaking of Azalta, don't forget to head over to ZaltaRacing.com to get all the latest news, photos, and the schedule for Dale Jr.'s Azalta number 88. I think you can find out whether he's going to be in the car or not, or who's driving for him that week, and stuff like that. So I'm ready for a lot him of good to come news. back, man. I, I am. I, I, re- I really am. You know, just uh, just wanting him to have a speedy recovery. But I like the way he's going about it, doing it the right way, and, and no sense in uh, taking a chance and not recovering from a concussion the right way. Yep. It's not a good. And thing. it could, you know, just make it worse if he was able to have a, another bad incident again. It could just prolong it, you know. Yep. Like I said, we got to get him back as close to what normal. Well, he he was wasn't before. much normal, but he <laughs> get him close anyway. There you go. So, folks, join us next time here on Earnhardt Outdoors, and look forward to seeing you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey everyone, this is TJ Majors, host of Door Bumper Clear. Join fellow spotter Brett Griffin and I every Tuesday as we recap the race from our point of view. We will also answer questions from you, the fans, with our segments, Ask DBC, right here on Dirty Mo Radio.